Welcome to the Midland Moment podcast, the podcast dedicated to telling the story of Midland through the eyes of its employees. I'm your host, Jeremy Wiltz. With me today is Marcus Clark. Marcus um, serves as a grief and loss counselor with Midland and has for the last two years. Welcome, Marcus. Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. So, Marcus, um, tell tell us a little bit about the Center of Hope and Healing and what um, what the role of grief and loss in general is within uh, Midland's larger um, business model. Uh, Center for Hope and Healing. Uh, we try to provide compassionate care through the briefing department. We do follow ups uh, with our patients as they come on and off services. A lot of our work is done post death. Uh, once we get what's called the death report, we follow up with families uh, and reach out to them and kind of let them know that they have 13 months of support uh, through us, where our goal in that time is to kind of walk with them and be with them through the first of the anniversaries of everything experience birthdays death uh weddings whatnot and uh that's pretty much what we do so what what led you to coming to midland um and doing this how did how did you get connected with the center of hope and healing so my wife navis uh it was already an employee she loved the work here um and an, an opening became available and kind of the values and the work that midland does aligns with the work we do in ministry uh, where we serve as pastors in East Topeka. And so just provide, again, providing compassionate care and serving the community. Uh, this is really just an extension of what we were already doing. So kind of back on talking about the, the bereavement services that we offer, is that just for patients in hospice or, or do you do that also for people in the community that would need it as well? Our bereavement. So our our bereavement services are really tailored for those who are on our hospice care. However, we do extend uh, to the wider community. We do offer services such as support groups and things like that that are free of charge um, to the community that rather you've lost a spouse, significant other, child, parent or sibling uh, and even dog compa- uh, lost. Some people find that humorous when we say that. But companion pets is a serious thing to people. So we take those losses serious as well. And just one more kind of question about what the Center of Hope and Healing does. Can you talk to us a little bit about um, the kids grief camp that we run each year as well? Grief camp is a huge success. Uh, We're thankful for it. It's where we our goal in grief camp for the kids is to kind of get them away from their grief for a day to be able to try to put them around other youngsters who have experienced similar losses and get them to take their mind off of their grief or off their loss for a day. Also, by the same token, we try to offer them some tips and tools on how to survive their grief or how to walk through it uh, and be in community with others who can identify. So, you know, you talked a little bit about um, how your wife, Navis, um, kind of led you to Midland. What what about Midland has has kept you here and wants you to um, causes you to want to be here on a daily basis to serve our patients? I, I, I tease Jeremy and I say things like, you know, we don't we don't make money. We make a difference. Right. Um, so when you kind of live a life of service, uh, your goal is to kind of do just that. How can we help people along the way? And Midland provides us that we get a great sense of fulfillment uh, out of being able to help families, what I like to call be with them and serve them in their most vulnerable hour. Uh, People suffer tremendous losses and it's a privilege and an honor for us, for them to trust us uh, with that. In particular, Midland's brand kind of aligns with the brand we've built uh, again in the ministry. And so putting, putting that together, it just works for some reason. 
So do you have a story or an experience that you've had since you've been at Midland that really exemplifies what Midland is about and, and what we're here for? Um, I got too many. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know where to start. Um, I'll, I'll use our group settings. Uh, I, again, I, of course, not want to betray any trust. So I won't say names. But when we come in a group, our goal there is to get people to come from what we call the one-to-one. Our one-to-ones is where we kind of sit with you one-on-one and we hear your story uh, and kind of kind of get where you're coming from. Our goal is to build a bridge from the one-to-one to the group setting to where now we've put you in company and community with others who've experienced similar losses. Our goal there is to build peer support. So now we have a group of people who've experienced similar losses. They share their story. They hear other folks' story and there they discover, oh, wow, it's not just me. I'm not going crazy. I'm not losing my mind. Other people are experiencing tremendous, serious losses just like me. And for some, we can't explain it. We don't know what the formula is, but somehow, some way, magic happens in those moments where people find community and healing begins to happen. I think that's great. And I think that that really captures the spirit of, of what Midland was created for. You know, it's the whole idea behind giving people dignity and dying. And it extends well beyond uh, when the person passes away and <clears throat> extends to their family as well. And and being able to walk th- through that grief process with them. So I think that's I think that's pretty fantastic that that we have that resource and that you're a part of that. And so what's something that when you look at Midland in its current state and you look at where we're going, what's something that excites you about the future of Midland and where Midland's headed? I think our community reach again, uh, it's it's not hard to get folks excited about serving kids. Um, One of the projects we're working on currently is we're getting, we're being given the opportunity to go into schools, the local schools and partnering with them. They've reached out to us. We've gone, we had the privilege of going to us to the, some type of professional career. There's something where the counselors and teachers and a lot of administrators from the local schools were all together and it was like an empowerment professional day and they let us come in and kind of just talk to them. Here's where that what was born of that. They have been doing the work as counselors and therapists and whatnot, and they were finding they know they know social workers, they know to do the basics of, okay, Clark, what we're seeing is we know to assess well what recent losses has this student suffered to be displaying this levels of behaviors and whatnot. We we've tried to help them expand their understanding to understand that grief doesn't just happen from the loss of a person, but it can be people, places, things and even possibilities. So we use, for example, if they get a new student who's displaying behaviors in school who may be relocated from a different area, that child is not just suffering the loss of a person, but they left environment. They left their old school. They left a lot of things behind. And that may be uh, causing the behaviors that they're displaying in school. So we're excited about the possibilities of going into schools, doing groups in schools, working with kids, working with staff. Uh, that's just something that's on the horizon. I think that's fantastic. And I think what you said, it it, it extends our reach and it extends our our excellence that we have in care to to a whole nother demographic that we don't we haven't historically hit. So usually to end each one of my podcasts, I like to ask just kind of an off the cuff question. Sure. Um, so when I ask the same one with each podcast, so for those of you that listen, you'll, you'll be expecting this. But uh, uh, besides being a Chiefs fan, 
What did you want to be when you were a kid? (laughs) First of all, thank you all again for the invitation to share. Uh, Born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. I'm a Lions fan, uh, but being here with the family, we certainly cheer for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and kudos to them. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm a third generation preacher, man. So I I don't know if I had a lot of say in kind of what what I wanted to be. I kind of kind of just walked into the calling that was kind of laid out before me. Um, Don't have a lot of, you know, most people talk about running and going a different direction. That's really not my story, man. It was kind of my path was kind of laid out um, and, you know, things like this and working in this field and kind of just serving community and trying to help folks along the way. It's kind of just always been the, the, the trajectory we were going. So it's a privilege and an honor anytime people welcome us into their space and um, we just try to help somebody along the way. So <laughs> I, I think know. that I think that's fantastic. And I, you know, Marcus, I really appreciated getting to know you over yeah, the last man. couple of years here. And Marcus and I actually speak after each other at our NEO. So I always have to give him a hard time because we always play a, a video at NEO <laughs> that everybody's in tears when I walk into the room. And so then they put the marketing guy up there to, to talk for 30 minutes so everybody can recover. So um, yeah, we appreciate everything that you and the other um, grief and loss counselors do. Um, For those of you that don't know, our Center for Grief and Loss is on 6th Street. It's at our 6th Street building. Um, You'll see them out and about everywhere, but that is their home base. So if you are in that area, stop by, say hi. Um, If there's any information that you um, need for a family member, for yourself, for someone you know in the community, um, definitely reach out. Um, Marcus Clark would be a great place to to start. He's in our email, obviously, address book. And um, thank you for everyone that's tuned in. And we will talk to you next time on the Midland Moment Podcast.